Poetic Properties is a complex creation brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, you have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, Father, Author, and Entrepreneur. Man, this week has been emotionally draining, to say the least. Um, I don't even really know where to start. I just know that, per usual, I'm just kicking through it the best way that I can, trying to stay strong as possible. Also, trying to feel or allow myself to feel the emotions necessary for me to get through um, what's going on. Um, As much as I want to quit, as much as I want to just just give up and just let life be what it is, like my mind, my heart, like just won't let me. And so I keep pressing the best way that I can. It feels though that I'm pressing my emotions in my ability to help um, to the max, and I'm fine with that. Um, but I do find some days uh, very difficult for me to get through um, on and off sleep, like in and out of sleep, but not really resting, like for real. And my mind is just racing with solutions, you know, to try to help people out, you know, people that I love and care about. Like I really hate seeing them go through things. I know that it's to an extent, not healthy as it as it should be, um, or it's not healthy to to go that route, you know, daily. But for whatever reason, this is just the journey that I've been placed to 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 be on, right? And I, I always tell you guys, your journey is what it's meant to be. So for me, it's like I'm not gonna give up on you know on people that I care about. You know, I'm gonna try to be there to to uplift them, to make sure that they're good, but not at the sake of losing myself. Um, And so this week I kind of felt like I was uh, too deep into an emotional spiral while, uh, while attempting to help. And so I had to step back a little bit, you know, take a breather, kind of not answer as many calls and stuff like that so that I could get my mind right to be able to still do the things that I need to do that are necessary for, for me and my household. But um, it's just difficult. It, it, it's it's one of those things, and I I don't know where it comes from. I don't know why it's so why it's so um, deep in my soul instilled in me that when I hear people who who need help, like I gotta I gotta try to help figure it out. I gotta try to um, help them with a solution, um, a different route, or what have you. Like it's just it's in me to to do that. Um, and it's 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 crazy. It it is it is crazy to to have that um how can I say to have that strength to be able to do it um and still maintain, you know, my own mental health and stuff like that. Um I really feel like, you know, Kennedy gives me the strength to to do what I do. And I, I don't take it lightly. I don't take helping people lightly. I don't take um, having these sessions lightly, like it's very important for me to to do this no matter what is coming up against me. And like I said, I think a, a couple of weeks ago, like if I had a camera follow me around just to kind of listen to what be going on in my life, y'all would be like, yo, I can't believe he still gets up 
and really be wanting to help people for real because so much stuff be going on and I like I don't understand why I don't know if it's a test from the universe to see if I'm if I'm true to to myself and this journey of wanting to help people heal and help them get on the right path of their life or or what because I be getting tested left and right and it be for real for real tests that I have to really really fight through and it's just it's crazy to me because I don't quit I might get knocked down for a few months. I might get knocked down for a few weeks. The fog sets in and, you know, I, uh, excuse me, I feel a way or, or what have you. But in my heart of hearts, I know I'm not going to quit. I know I'm not going to give up on my people um, to help them heal or get through. I know I'm not going to give up on myself, my kids to to help us maintain, you know, our lives and our mental health and stuff like that. So it's it's just been a, a trying week for me. And. It could be, you know, because it's super gloomy still outside. Uh, it's been raining off and on, super windy and stuff like that. So it could be, it could be in addition to what I already go through, it could be partially uh, seasonal. That's um, adding 100 on 10. But whatever it is, you know, I'm fighting, I'm fighting through it. I know, you know, I know it's unhealthy. Like that's that's number one. I know it's unhealthy to go as hard as I go with uh, trying to help. Right. And try to come up with solutions and, and things like that. Um, and I attempt to control it better. But it's just it's just really difficult for me. It really is. It, it's difficult for me not to help. And I know, you know, it's not like like when I came up, they used to call him Captain Saver whatever, right? Whether it's like, if you're trying to save a girl, trying to save whoever, it's just Captain Saban. It's just like, I know that's, I know that's not where I stand. Like, I'm not trying to save everyone, right? Cause like one thing that, I, that I've really learned on my journey of attempting to help people grow and deal with grief and get through is that sometimes you gotta let them go through the pain. Sometimes even if I have the solution, I won't give it. Because we all need to go through something to get through that thing or to get to that thing we're looking for. And if you constantly have someone removing that barrier for you, you're never going to learn how to get through it. You're never going to learn how to get through adversity. You're never going to learn how to deal with the no's and, um, and the disappointments of life because you always have someone there to give you the solution first. You always have someone there to break down that wall for you. And though that's helpful in a lot of areas, it is, it is very important for us to be able to break some of these walls down ourselves so that we can build up our strength, we can build up the adversity, the perseverance, um, to help people that are coming behind us. Like I've been through so much in life in general that, you know, alone, right? I've had to fight through so much alone. I had to learn how to be a single parent alone. I had to, you know, manage my finances and learn, you know, finances to the best of my ability alone. I had to learn how to cook alone. I had, like it's so many things that I had to, to go through by myself, not because there was no one in the world to teach me how to cook, to teach me how to handle finances. It just, Priorities are, are, are priorities, right? Certain people don't have the priorities to teach. So I had to break down certain barriers and, and, and get my own understanding to a lot of things. Now I'm able to see, especially with my kids, when to allow them to break through whatever it is they're going through and when to break it down for them while teaching them how I'm breaking it down, if that makes sense. And so 
as I'm going through certain things, like I hear certain people, um, you know, and their struggles and, and what they go through. And it's just certain things that I'll just stay silent on. Not because I don't care, not because, you know, I'm trying to be mean. But more so, it's one of those things that if I, if I see as your friend that you are going through the same thing over and over and over again, for me, I'm going I'm to give some type of advice and I'm like at first and then I'm going to see how you handle that. Right. Even if I've been through that same situation, I, I noticed that, you know, when it comes to to giving people advice. Right. I noticed that. People would like people would have experienced something. And they'll see somebody going through it heavily. And they'll tell, they'll give the advice from their experience. But their experience is, is completely different. Even though it's in the same realm, it's completely different. So if I tell you, well, this is what I, this is exactly what I did to get through this thing, right? You're not dealing with the same person that I dealt with. You're not dealing with the same level of obstacle that I deal with. So you can do exactly what I did in your situation and it could be wrong. And a lot of people don't realize that. And so... I've had to learn to watch people go through what they're going through and ask them, okay, what could you have done different? Like, what, like what is your end goal? Because again, in my experience in dealing with people while helping them deal with grief or what have you, their end goal is different than mine. Right. I don't care about a lot of stuff for real. Right. So my end goal, my end goal on the on the grand in the grand scheme of things is a little bit less than somebody else. I've been conditioned to not have a high level of emotion um, towards things. Right. Like me, my end goal, my end goal with this depression that I'm going through is just not to feel the pain so intense with with losing Kennedy. It's to not, you know, be so triggered when thinking about relationships that I lost, right? Other people's goals might be, I want to be able to get to a point to where I want to have kids again. I want to be able to get to the point to where I don't have so much hatred or what have you. So I can tell you what, well, this is what I did. I meditated, um, I, I exercised, I, I uh, renewed my mind. I can tell you all those things and I can tell you how I did those things and you can do them, but because your goal is different than mine, it's not gonna work, right? So you have to find your path, you have to find your, your destination of where you're trying to get to and you have to just understand that some people, even though they can guide you, they're just not going to because your answer is right in front of your face. I've lost a lot of friendships that way. Um, uh, I've gotten to a lot of arguments and relationships that way because sometimes even as a leader, like I, like in my heart of hearts, I know that I'm a leader, but even as a leader, sometimes you have to just shut up and watch. You have to. And so going through what I go through daily, it, it helps me because it's a balance because at work, I'm not the leader. So I have to listen. I have to, I, I, I have to 
be okay with not being that, right? Though I am a lead, I am not the leader. So in certain situations where I'll be doing something, and I, this is one of my biggest pet peeves, is that in corporate America, you don't get kudos or credit for doing good, right? Like you don't get a pat on the back for doing the job that they hired you for. Even if you go over and beyond, even if you work OT, even if you help them meet goals, you don't really get a like, uh, like you don't personally get, yo, you, you impacted us, da, 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 whatever. But the moment you mess up, the moment there's an error, they on your ass heavy. Why you did that? Why? Like it, it, they don't take into account all of the money that you brought them in uh, over the years, they only count for that mistake. It's all, all right, this is, this is your warning. You're gonna get written up, da 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 And it's just like, yo, like, like I, was, I was looking at, um, and I don't know what made me look at it. I've been at my particular company for 10 years, and I've always had this issue with them where when I'm doing great, it's nothing, right? The raises are, are as per usual. Um, there's no real incentive for going over and beyond, right? And it is what it is. Like I tell y'all before, I signed up for the job. Nobody is keeping me at this at this job. Um, so I'm gonna give you what you what you pay me for, right? And over the years, I've helped bring in a lot of money to this particular company, and it is it is what it is. But Again, no incentive, no anything. It's just, are y'all supposed to do that? But when I mess up, oh, they're they're looking into this. They're looking into that. You need to do better. You and it's like, wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that you won't praise, but you'll criticize. And when I say praise, I mean that very loosely. And this is something that that people need to understand. A lot of us don't really care about being praised or being told good job or, you know, thank you for this or thank you. A lot of us don't really care about that. But if you beat me down at every mistake, then no, I, I want that same energy, right? If it's equal, if you can just be like, yo, you messed up, you know, do better. Cool. But once you start, oh, they looking into this, look like taking a deep, okay, well, take a deep dive into the millions and gazillions of dollars that, that I brought in. Take a deep dive into how much I help train. Take a deep dive into uh, how many issues I bring that save us money, right? Again, I am a lead, not a leader. So that doesn't matter to them. I could think like that all I want to, but their process is what their process is. They're, gonna, they're going to be on your ass if you mess up, regardless of how good you do. I had to learn that this is just what corporate America does, and I had to allow myself to let it go. I had to allow myself not to, I had to allow myself to learn how to not take it personal and feel like, oh my God, the world is against me, da, 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 da. That's just the way corporate America is. And so I use that in, in, you know, my sessions in real life to let people know, like, you're going to do good. And the things that you are, the things that you are supposed to do, they are very, very important. But because you are supposed to do them, it's no reason for me to say anything. There's no correction needed. When you go off path, then I'm going to say something. 
paid, I don't, I, I don't think that that's the, that's the route. The difference, the, the difference between me and corporate America and what I learned is the delivery. See, corporate America gives you a threat with correction. Like they correct, they correct you through threats. You're going to get written up. This is going to be a corrective action. Da, 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 da. For me, I see that, and I'm just like, whoa, that's crazy. I've been at this company for ten for ten years, and I've only had four four official corrective actions. But when I when I get an error on an account, it's like they be going in, and it's crazy to me. Like I'm not problematic at all. Like I chill, I help, I do I do whatever. So I use that in my business life when I'm having these sessions, and I and I see like I gave you the I. I gave you these steps to do and you went left here, right? Like you did one, you did two, but three, you, I don't know what you did. You went rogue. I'm not like, well, if you don't do it, you're not going to heal. If you don't do it, you're going to, it's like, yo, like what happened right here? All right, let's, fi let's figure out. Okay. We're not going, we're not going to, we're not going backwards and we're not going forward. What happened right here? What get, what scared you? Um, what confused you, what made you do the complete opposite right here because you did one and two. So knowing how to properly, you know, communicate that I'm learning through errors of being in corporate America and learning how to deal with my emotions and learning how to sometimes just stand back and watch. And so for, for, for that, it takes a lot of strength especially as an empath, especially as a person who is trying to, to help, you know, correct our emotional deficits that, uh, that we're in. It's like, it's difficult to, to watch my people like know they need something and know that I have the experience to get them through it and just allow them to go through it. Because what happens is, is it's one of those things like you tell, you know, you tell your kid, hey, don't jump off that, you can hurt yourself. Hey, don't don't do that. You you gonna hurt yourself. And, and the first two times they jump, they don't hurt themselves, right? And I'm like, yo, I'm telling you, you shouldn't do that because it's gonna be one of these days that you are gonna slip and you gonna you gonna rock your shit, right? Boom, they hurt themselves. Now they want you to to baby them, to pick them up, to go to the doctor, to like now you're responsible for healing them after you had already gave them directive, hey, don't do that. But because they thought they knew better and they're gonna to continue to do it, they didn't get hurt the first time. It worked out the second time, right? They don't need you because it worked out those two times. That third time when they, when they hurt themselves, now they run to you. I don't use that time to berate. I don't use that time to, you know, to yell. I use that time to say, okay, what did we learn, right? What, what, what happened? What did, what did you do wrong? I noticed that for me, the reason why I don't argue is because you're missing the root cause of the situation. And in, in my 40s now, when I feel an argument going to happen, no, how did we get here? I don't care about steps four, five, six, and seven. Did you ask me to do something and I didn't do it? Did I ask you to do something and you didn't do it? Like, where, where is it at? So we can find the reason why this is now escalated and elevated to something out of control, right? I'm very much logic-based. No, not saying I don't have emotions because I am very much like, if you yelling at me, naturally, I'm going to yell back. But I've gained control over that in a sense of, yo, why are we here? 
Do, are we trying to fix this or are we trying to win? And so this week, I, I, it's, it's been hectic like that for me, just understanding the difference between what advice to take, what advice to give, when to shut my mouth, when to speak up, um, uh, when, to, when to try to help people, when to just sit back. Right. Because I'm not I'm not exempt from from needing help either. Like I've been going through and it's super crazy. It, it's, it's one of the weirdest things for me. Um, and I don't even understand it because I be needing help sometimes. I really do be needing help. And I one I do not know how to ask for help. And I don't even know how to accept it when it's offered. Like it feels really weird to me. Like extremely. Like, I go into a full panic attack, like, when people be offering me stuff, and it could probably be something that would be beneficial to me. Like, I go into a full panic attack of, wait, what is this? How is this? Like, um, there's only one person on the planet that, or two, that will force help on me that I'm okay with. That's my guy, DW, and my brother, Duck. And my brother, Duck, since I've been freaking little, right? He will take clothes off his back and give them to me if I like them. My brother has always, like, before I could make money, when he had money, I had money. And then when I got of age to make money, he showed me how to make money, right? I remember when he went off to college, he would come home. He would come home, and of course, you know, different, you know, different states have different clothes, yada, yada, whatever. And I'd be like, man, bro, that's fresh. And he'd be like, you like that, bro? And I'm like, yeah. He'd be like, all right, you can have it. And I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't, like, I, I, like, I'm confused by that. But that's my brother, and I look at him, like, I look at him like my father. So it's like, it, I, I'm not going to not take it from him, right? My guy, D.W., he know I got a job, but he also know that I'm a single parent. He know that, you know, because I talk to him a lot of, uh, a lot about, you know, my kids um, and the kind of the things that, you know, I go through. So I had got sick one day, and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going to get up and I'm going um, to go get myself some medicine, you know, when I, when I get a chance to. He got so mad. Like, what do you mean when you get a chance to? And I, I, think, I, had, I think I was like two days away from getting paid or something like that. And he got so mad, and he was like, man, get your ass up. And he had to send me money to go get some medicine. It wasn't that I was in dire need of the medicine because I had got paid in a couple weeks, but his mind is like, I know he, I know he needed today, but he ain't going to ask nobody. He really going to try to tough it out, and he don't have to. And so he had, uh, he had shot me, you know, uh, he, had, he had shot me enough to get the medicine that I need, and it threw me off because it's like, besides my brother, Nobody done that before. And he's one of them, like, like him and I, we are, it's so weird. You would think him and I grew up together because he don't play about me and my health. Even right now, I'll be going through certain things and he's like, hey man, you're not about to die over this shit. Like you need to chill. Like he's like, don't, don't, don't make me fly out there and we can, we could deal with it. Like how brothers deal with it. Right. And so them are the only two people that, force help on me and I and 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 it don't bother me you know my best friend Mac he's the same way hey man like when a, when listen 
if I tell him these boys are stripping for real, like he's not the talk to uncle. <laughs> like he, <laughs> he's not the talk to uncle. Like if I tell him the boys are tripping, he's going to pull up and it's going to be an issue. It's since we've been kids, he don't play about my health for real. He'll joke on me. He'll, you know, he'll let like, like, cause we, you know, we grew up in a time where you roast people. Right. And we will roast all the time and stuff. But when I'm for real, for real sick and these boys is tripping, he don't play that. Like he's he as far as it goes with with people helping me with my kids, like he's the one that. He's probably the only person aggressively that I listen to when it comes to my kids, like in a super it, again, it's another thing that's super weird because he'll pull up on them. He, he really will. He'll he'll. But he's been my best friend since we've been kids that like to them, that is their blood uncle. Like if I tell them right now, you know, hey, y'all got to go live with somebody. They're going to be like, all right, we either going with Uncle Doug or we're going with Uncle Brandon. That's just, that's how close they are with their Uncle Brandon. But outside of that, it feels really weird for people to offer help or force help for me. And it's crazy because I always help people. And I don't help people for the sake of saying I help them. I help people because for whatever reason it's in me, I always want to see people doing well, even if I'm doing bad. Even if I'm doing bad, I'm like, yo, I got to make sure that my people is good because I feel like at the end of the day, the joy of life for me is seeing people do good. It doesn't matter how bad I'm struggling. It doesn't matter how my health is. None of that matters to me. As long as my kids are doing good and my people are doing good, then I'm okay. And I feel like if I continue to, if I continue to help with a pure heart, I don't know when, I don't know how, eventually it's going to come back to me. It is. Whether I want to accept it, whether it gives me anxiety, accepting it, like whatever it is, it's going to come back to me and I'm going to be mature enough one day to accept the help and not be so scared and not be so timid to be like, yo, I need help. Like, yo, I'm exhausted. Yo, like one day, I don't know how, when it's going to be because, again, that's something that I fight with. Like, it's, it's just really a crazy thing because... I, I, the lengths that I go to help people, you would think that I know how to receive it. Like I legit be shutting down. Like, I don't know, you know, like, you know, like right now, like I'm, um, I'm dealing, you know, um, I tell you about my, my God babies. Um, I met, I met my sister 16 years ago when I came out here. It's not my blood sister, but we forged, uh, we forged, a, a sibling bond over the, the past 16 years. Um, she was the first family I met out here. Everything was legit cool. You know, we've been friends, like at, like daily friends every ever since then. And so I watched our kids grow up. You know, they call me their uncle. Like it's it just, that's my family, right? That's the family that I made when I got out here. I don't have any blood relatives here. And so, you know, my nephew is going through something right now uh, with his wife. And unfortunately, you know, she has a, ter a terminal disease. And so, you know, just dealing with just dealing with that and knowing, you know, what's what's ahead is very difficult because. My nephew is a giver as well. And this is a situation that like it's all hands on deck, just trying to make sure that he's good, um, make sure the kids are good. 
And it's tearing me up. It's, it's really tearing me up because it's just certain things that I just feel like people don't deserve, man. And, and he's been such a help to everybody around him. Like he don't care what it is, if it's money, if it's labor, if it's time, like he don't care what it is. Like he's gonna help you. If if you his family, if you his friend, he just one of the people you can call him at the drop of a, a dime and he gonna be there for you. And so watching him go through this and watching, you know, him have to deal with, you know, getting ready to lose his wife and, you know, having to deal with the kids and then about to lose their mom and then all the kids, like he he all they got. And it's one thing to, to, to lose a relationship, you know, because things just don't work. But to lose it in, in, in such a way, it's like it's really difficult. It's really it's really difficult. And just seeing it and, and, and understanding it with the level of empathy that I have inherited from, you know, our ancestors, it's driving me crazy. It's putting a lot on my on my emotions to not only know what he's going through, but, um, you know, hearing my sister be so hurt as a mother, right? Like just hearing her not be able to, to do anything about it. You know, her and her, her and my nephew, they best friends. So it hurts her. Like they for real best friends. Yeah. They're mother and son, but they're for real best friends. So just watching her, deal with this as a mother, deal with this as a best friend and not being able to do stuff, you know, to help is, it's, it's, it's killing me. Right. And I know, you know, to a certain extent, it's not my fight. I understand that, but as empathetic as I've been born to be, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, again, it's something that I'm working on, um, it's something that I'm working on to to be able to control the empathy of of situations that um, affect me through the people that I love. It's it, it's difficult and it goes along what I uh, what I talk about in regards to having a proper support system. Right. It's important that we have a proper support system. But we have to be careful how we utilize that system. A lot of us turn, excuse me, especially since COVID, a lot of us turn to our group chats. And that could be a double-edged sword. It really can. Um, I learned that in the first group chat that I was in, There's always some sense of malice, jealousy, control, where people think they're the leaders of the people, misconstruing just because you are the admin of, of a group chat, it doesn't mean that you are the leader of the people. It doesn't mean that we're looking to you for guidance, for understanding. Like, like, this is not a cult, right? I learned that in the first group chat that I was, that I was in. Certain things, 
How can I put this? It's important not to let your friends talk you out of a life that you worked hard for. And what I mean by that is your closest friends, even your closest friends, right? Like my brother Mac, DW, even my biological brother Duck, they don't know 100% of what's going on in my life. I am incapable, as human beings, we are incapable of telling someone 100% of what's going on in your life. Only people who know that are the people who live in your house. And only, and not even them, because like from my kids, right? I can say my kids know 100% of what's going on in my life, but for eight hours a day, my kids are not here. I don't remember every second of those eight hours that they're not here. So when my kids say, Dad, how was your day? I'm like, good. I, I went to work. Work was ass. I, I went to sleep on break. Boom. Realistically, a lot more happened in that eight hours. So you don't know what happened in that one, that you don't know 100% of what happened, right? With that, sometimes they have strong opinions about things that you say to them without knowing the full context of how you live, what's going on, um, who you deal with, how you deal with them. So it's important that we are sure of the people we're willing to share anything with. Like right now, I'm in, I'm, I'm in a couple group chats. I'm in a group chat where, you know, I can shoot the shit and I can be honest and I can be, um, I can be real. My life is not conducive, though, to share a lot of details of my health for real, um, of my experiences, you know, with my kids and, and because a lot of stuff you like you have to be careful because I have I, I have a high level of resentment right now, you know, and as a result to being a parent. You have to be careful how you word that because sometimes people will misconstrue that and you'll fool around and you'll catch a case because people will take resentment as neglect um, or abuse, right? And so I don't say those type of things in the midst of, uh, of mixed company. Like I've been, you know, my, my, my Twitter group shot, I've been with them, you know, almost three, four years, but it's still certain things that I'm just not gonna say in there, um, not even because it's a, it's a trust issue, more so than it's a confusion and I'm not about to explain certain things. But I have another group chat where I feel very comfortable in explaining everything that's going on in my life that you you know that I feel like there's not going to be no judgment or anything like that. Um, and if there's judgment, it's understandable judgment, but it's going to come with correction and proper advice. A lot of us don't realize the jealousy that is inside of the group chat. There's always one or two people that feel like they can say or or, or speak on situations in a very harsh manner, um, especially as it results to relationships, right? Like there's people who will speak on things that they don't have any idea what's really going on. Um, and this is, this is, I've learned this in, in, in relationships, right? In romantic relationships where you and your partner will go through something and it'll be something, you know, that's detrimental. Um, and you'll go to your group chat, right? 
and in the in the girls group chat it's always someone in there that's super harsh oh you stupid you should have broke up with him look how he did you da 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 like not even understanding there's two sides to to the situation right and so they'll have you breaking up with your partner and saying this shit and and and, and not really understanding the magnitude of such advice the guys group chat just gonna joke on you i can't believe you did that you got caught you stupid you better figure out how to get it right i know you like i know you you love her i know you know this the situation you know um i'll never forget i'll never forget when me and my ex broke up right and this is why i love my brother I'm crying, I'm emotional, and you know, I'm saying what I'm saying, and in the midst of it, my brother was like, all right, Peanut, but what, what did you do? And I was like, huh? He's like, I hear you, I feel like, cause, cause I need to, like, he's like, if you, if you want my assessment, I need, I, I need to know what happened, like, for real, for real. Like, I hear your emotions, I hear you sad, or y'all broke up, or y'all parted ways, but what happened for real? And I'm like, you know, this is my brother. So I'm telling him, like, I'm telling him, yo, like this, I felt like this, so I did this, yada, yada, whatever. He was like, all right, there you go. He said, so what are you going, like, what are you, you going to do to, to, to make it right? Like, is it over, over, or, or what? In the moment, in my mind, because I'm a human being, I'm like, what are you, like, like, wait, what? You putting this on me? Like, because I'm like, I know you heard everything you just heard. But my brother is always about accountability. He cares nothing about what was done. As long as nobody's trying to physically kill me, he could care less about what was done. He want to know, how did I get there? What was my part of the situation? Because he can't give nobody else advice because he's not their brother. He's my brother. And the goal is to make sure that I'm doing right. You see what I'm saying? But you will go into situations to where you'll say something in your group chat and everybody will, will just be on your side and they'll be disrespectful to the person that you genuinely love, right? And so it goes back to the old saying, like, you know, don't tell your, don't tell your siblings, don't tell, you know, your friends, don't tell your parents when your partner mess up because you're going to forgive them and your people not. And it sucks because it's like sometimes people go through things and sometimes people make mistakes and we don't need the harshness of you just got to leave them. Again, if it's constant situations to where somebody is doing something to you over and over and over. Yeah. All right. You stupid. Stop. Quit. Cut that out. But if I come to you and be like, man, listen, she did this, I did that, and then your response is, leave her alone. Once, you know, once she did this, she, she always going to be that way. He always going to do that. Watch, just watch. And it gives you this, this paranoia, and now your relationship is broken. Even when it's crazy, because even when it's on with, with other friends, when it's like it's not a romantic thing, they'll be like, oh, it couldn't be my friend. Couldn't be me. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to deal. And so it's like, yo, like, are you here to support me? Or are you here to help ruin my life? Because if I'm coming to you with pain, if I'm coming to you with hurt and I'm saying, man, I can't believe this person did this to me. I can't believe this friend did me like that. But I love this person as a human being. I love this person. And you are so harsh without even understanding. It's like, yo, that's crazy. 
So I'll never forget that moment with my brother. That's how I move in my group chats. Well, okay, cool. I hear you. I'm never so on my friend's side to where I'm not asking, okay, what did you do? Before my brother did that, I never thought about it that way. This is the closest person to me in the world, and I'm in pain. I'm telling him our relationship broke up. I love this woman. I can't believe this. You know, we we fight and we broke up. Like I like this was my fiance at the time, and I'm like like not being I, like because one thing about me, I never disrespected her to nobody because I'm I'm a firm believer that you know never is not a thing. So even you know with with, with my daughter's moms or my daughter's mom and my my son's mom, I don't disrespect them. Not saying that I have any type of 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 thing going on, but I'm just very particular that way not to disrespect people that I said that I loved. And so I, I, I remember, you know, like this was my fiance at the time and I'm like telling him like, I can't believe this. Well, this is what happened, da, 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 da. He's like, all right, cool. What'd you do? Why, why'd you do that? Why, why'd you feel like that was necessary to do? And so from that point forward, it's like when people are in those uh, group spaces, for me, I'm not listening to what was done to you. If they didn't try to physically kill you, then I'm like, all right, cool. Well, what happened? How did you respond? Because I want to see what the root of the issue was, because clearly you're coming to you're coming there for advice. I don't want to be the one to be like, oh, leave her alone. Leave him alone. Fuck this. Fuck that. You know, because you could genuinely love that person. And you can be peer pressured into taking this person's mistake and making that their character. Right? I look at situations like, how, like I'm, cause I'm gonna ask, how did your last relationship end? How did the one before that end? If it's a pattern of this same behavior, you're wrong, friend or not, you're wrong. If you're doing this over and over and over to your friends, right? If you shysty to your friends over and over and over again, and you come in a group chat and be like, oh yeah, well they said this, they said that. And it's like, yo, you. 14 people said this. This is your character. You got to fix that. But if this is like, like, this is unheard of from you. Like, what? This is completely out of character. It's like, all right, either you just completely wild out or you was pushed to something and you really thought that that was your only way out. It's important, y'all that we have, especially as we are fighting through certain levels of mental health issues, that we have the proper support system. Quit listening to your bitter friends. Quit listening to the, the know-it-alls that have not experienced anything. A lot of these people are going off of social media standards. It's that thing that I told you guys before. It's a swim, uh, or it's a school of fish vibes. And if you go the opposite way, everybody's going to look at you crazy. And uh, the truth is the truth because enough people say it. But it doesn't mean that it's your truth. I'm not saying let nobody, friend, kids, relationship, parents, I'm not saying let them abuse you. But sometimes people make mistakes. 
And you have to be able to be strong enough to decipher and discern, was this a mistake that someone made in your life? Or is this something that they're going to continue to do? Is this a behavior that they are attempting to manipulate you to uh, to accept in their lives and hide it under the guise of, well, um, this is how I was raised. Or, well, I'm defensive because of this. Or, well, you did this, so I did that. So, like, I, no. Be careful who you're speaking to. Be careful who you let in there. Be careful what type of information that you share because some of the simplest things have been blown out of proportion because of ego. Because somebody thinks they're the leader. Somebody thinks that they have to protect you, but they're only protecting you from what you said. They're not protecting you from what you did. One of the biggest things that I've learned from my brother, one of the biggest things that I learned from DW, uh, one of the biggest things that I learned from Mac is accountability. What did you do? Are you okay? What's going on in your head that make you think that it's all right to do that? What makes you think that it's all right to say that? And so that's how I move with the idea of, all right, yeah, this is a, this is a group support system, right? But it's different genders, it's different age groups, it's different upbringings, it's different, like, uh, like, I can talk to Tati and DW about the loss of Kennedy and I can listen to them wholeheartedly because they've experienced it. I can talk to DW about my issues with my biological father. He's experienced it. He's a, he was able to overcome it. I can't talk to the other group about that. I can't, I, I can't because it's certain things that Either they are afraid to say out loud, whereas me, I'm expressive. My emotions are my emotions. I'm in the group chat, yeah, to have fun, but sometimes things get serious, and sometimes I need to have a way to be able to, to speak about it um, and get advice. But it has to be from the, the proper person, and it takes a while for you to discern who's the proper people to, like, to listen to, Right? It's certain things like, like if somebody's in a group chat getting a divorce, I'm a divorcee. I can, I can help you process that, how it feels to, uh, how you feel like a failure, how hard it is, especially if kids are involved, how difficult it is to, you know, see who's going to get custody. How is that going to work? Um, if somebody's, you know, uh, has, has lost a kid as, to the relationship, not to death, but to a relationship. I know how that, that is. I know how it is to have to go to court and lose that battle constantly. Right. It's certain things through my experiences I'm able to to say and not be judgmental, but give good advice on. But it's a lot of people that, you know, that are in these group spaces that feel like they can say and do what they want to their friends. But it's a sense of jealousy. It's a it's a sense of power that they think that they have. It's a high level of judgment because they may have not experienced this situation. They may have, you know, not experienced true love. They may not have uh, experienced the ignorance of thinking you're in love and going through certain things uh, to figure it out. And so they have a high level of judgment towards you on those things. And and these are the friends that you have to really think like, are you really my friend? Are you here to judge? Are you really here to help? Or are you, you here to try to dictate my life? Because it's a difficult thing when you are trusting someone, 
right? I'm very, very open, very, very vulnerable. And I can't imagine coming to my group chat and really expressing myself and being judged in a way that's detrimental to my emotions because that group chat is what I have. That's it. I got my brother, I got Mac, I got Blue, and then I got my group chat. And so if I come there and it's just like, Everything is like anytime I come, like anytime I speak of a, a of a bad situation, a hard situation, and it's somebody that's super judgmental and always, oh, well, you got to do this. You're like, huh? I love that person, though. I'm not looking for you to tell me like I'm not always looking for somebody to advise me to leave a situation. I'm not always looking like I'm not trying to be a victim. I'm not trying to sit here and say this person is the, the, the worst person in the world. Sometimes I'm looking for a level of comfort um, to help me understand why this person may have spoke like that to me, why this person may have behaved like that to me. And is there a way that I can make this person understand, hey, this not it. I love you, but this not it. And I want to work it out. I want to figure out how the friendship could work. I want to figure out how the relationship could work. Right. But I don't I don't know how. So I'm coming to my people, my so-called support system to to say, you know, hey, have y'all been through this before? What did y'all do to get out of it? But it's just certain people that are incapable of of just being like, yo, I never been through that before. So I'm, I'm going to be quiet. It's always that one, two people be like, oh, well, you shouldn't have did this. L look what happened last time. I, I told you this, I told you that. Oh, wow, they single, they bitter, no kids, no life, horrible job, they hate their life, so they want you to hate yours. They want you to be in the same position as them. I noticed that in a lot of group chats that the stories that I hear, the horror stories, like it's always that one person that just don't have nothing for real. They don't have nothing going on for real. They feel like they do, but they don't, and they want you to be the same as them, so they're gonna talk you off your square. They're going to tell you, nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't move there. I wouldn't try to get that job. I wouldn't forgive him. I wouldn't forgive her. That's stupid. What, why do you want to start that business right now? Like, you don't even have this. Look at your kids. Look at, and it's just like they feed that in your head. And if, and if we're not wise enough and if we're not careful enough, we're going to let that seep into our minds and we're going to believe that. And then we're going to be as bitter, as disrespectful, as judgmental as that person. DW tell me all the time, I'm judging you. I don't like, I don't care. I'm saying it up front. I'm judging you. But the difference between somebody being honest with you saying I'm judging you, it's like for him, he gonna judge you and then he's gonna he's gonna judge you, he's gonna joke, and then he's gonna advise. Even his judgment, though, it's not the typical berating. It's logic. A lot of people don't have the opportunity to meet a friend like that. A lot of people just have that 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 bitter, aggressive, uh, uh, well, I went through this, so you got to go through this. I'm by myself, so you got to be by, by yourself. And it's, it's just a difficult space to, to call a friend. And so then you turn around and you shut down, and now you're looked at as the villain. 
because you isolate yourself from the negativity per se. And they, 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 they try to say, oh, well, you, you don't want to hear the truth. You don't like you scared of the truth. That's why you don't want to talk. That's why you don't want to be friends. And it's like, no, it's not. It's not the truth that I'm that that I'm uh, isolating myself from. It's the harshness and disrespect of someone who considers himself or calls themselves my friend. Because there is a difference between being real with your friends and coming for their neck. I've been in a situation to where my friends have told me exactly how it is, right? I'll never forget, and this is recent, because I, I, I can, it is what it is. Talking to my brother, Mac, and my sister, right? And we just, we just shooting the shit. And my sister goes, like, talking about my, uh, my kid's mom. Every single time you allow her in the closest vicinity physically or emotionally, shit goes wrong. It never fails. And she's like, again, shit, since high school she's been around? So it's not like just some random person talking to me crazy. It tripped me out because I didn't even get offended at all. And Mac was like, she been waiting to talk to you for a while now. And I sat there and I listened out of respect for her because her saying what she was saying was in protection of me and the kids. She wasn't disrespectful. She, she didn't even really speak on the kid's mom. She was directly speaking to me. Every single time something happened, this is how life works for you. At what point do you say enough is enough for yourself? Fuck the rest of it. And I was sitting there and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Uncomfortable as it was, because again, it's when people call out your mistakes, when people call out your behaviors, um, especially when you don't think people see it. And my sister was, she was giving it to me as, as, as raw as can be, but she wasn't disrespectful. I left there understanding what and how she meant it. And I understood the distance that's created when, you know, I get into my funks about being a single parent, when I get into my funks and stress because I don't have no help. And so I didn't leave there like, oh, you judging me, da, 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 da. You, you watch me. You've been knowing me since before I had kids. You've been knowing me since before I even got married. So you've watched me, you've watched me grow up from a teenager to an adult, to being married, to be with kids, to being divorced, to having bad relationships, to losing a child, to losing, you know, my previous relationship. Like you've, you've watched me grow. So your observation of me is, is, is authentic because we go from kicking it all the time, me, you know, the families to now I'm in this funk and we don't kick it for months. We go from barbecuing with each other, and then now, you know, I'm off the I'm I'm off the planet of the earth, feeling crazy, feeling weird, um, and she she checked me on that. That's how life is supposed to be. That's the friend group that you're supposed to have. You have it, it's people who speak to you from a place of love. 
is, a, is, is people who, 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 yeah, it might seem harsh, it might be difficult to hear, but they're not doing it to hurt you. They try to let you understand, hey, we see you. We know it's difficult for you. We know, we know it's hard for you, but you have to understand at what point do you do this for yourself? And so our support system is very important, but you have to be able to say to yourself, this is not the this is not the group space that I need if this person is going to continue to be this judgmental without help, to be this harsh without understanding. We all need some type of support. I know I talk about isolating a lot. I know. But that's because we get into situations to where it's too many hands in the pot. It's too many thoughts in a pot. And we don't know which ones to listen to because we have the one, we have the bitter one that's aggressive that talks the most. We have the one that's never experienced anything that cosigns the bitter one. And it seems as if because they don't, they've never experienced the love. They've never experienced the high level of compassion. They've never experienced mistakes being made because they don't take the risk of life. It's those ones that always try to tell you to be 100% opposite of who you are. And we have to be careful. We have to have understanding of who we're dealing with. We have to have um, better discernment of who we are allowing in our space. It's okay. Certain things that we can share with certain people. Like I just said, I have a group chat that I just kick shit in and, you know, I kind of tell the jovial stories of the kids and my relationships and stuff like that. But I have another group chat to where this is where the meat and potatoes is of the situation. I have, you know, um, me and Mac, we text each other, me and my brother, we text and we talk to each other all the time um, for the meat and potatoes. But it's, it's important that you guys understand that when you are in, in group spaces, everybody don't mean well. I don't care how the friend group was created. There's always someone in your friend group when it comes to your, your relationship life, your friendship life and stuff like that. There's always someone in there that thinks they're the leader. They think that they can say and do what they want to. And they really don't have anything but bitterness, aggression and aggravation to offer you. So please, please, please be careful. You guys got to remember, we got to go through something to get somewhere. And I'm glad you guys are going through it with me. What's going on, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Head over to www.peacefullyflawed.com for your Poetic Properties merch. Also, get a copy of King's Collective and Into the Light will be out very, very soon. Second Power is available, the single off of that album. Um, if you want to donate to the podcast, head over to Good Pods. That's a great app for podcast listeners and podcast hosts. You can review the podcast in real time right there. You can connect with your favorite podcast host. Very, very good, um, good app. It's a tip jar over there. If you want to donate to the business overall, head over to my Twitter page, The Complex. There's a tip jar there as well. If you are uh, someone who likes, comments, and shares, I appreciate you for that more than you know. Again, www.peacefullyflawed.com for all your comp, uh, all things complex, Poetic Properties merch. Um, there is previous albums there on vinyl, hoodies, t-shirts, etc. Thank you for all of your support. Continue to like, comment, and share. And remember, no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light.